welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Woo! I am your host with the most, B Breeze, aka Poppy Sazon. It was good, y'all. It's your boy Slick Grayson. A.K.A. King Law A.K.A. I know you miss me What's going on y'all? Come on now We back We back baby yeah. Come on now We should have been back An hour and a half ago But you know I We should have been back Two weeks ago But we here though No We had a reason Two weeks ago I don't know what the hell Just happened now Don't do this Don't do this We back You feel me This is episode 25 We reached a quarter A quarter Come on now all right, all right. So before we start this, please go to our social media at This Might Not Go Well. And any brain deals, please contact us at This Might Not Go Well at gmail.com. So with all that said, let's get this show on the road. I got energy. Let's get it. Must be nice. Don't do this. All right, let's do our check in. How you doing, my guy? It is what it is. I don't fuck with you. Um, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm back. I have my little two-week sabbatical. I had to take care. You know, has first and foremost, a rest in peace to my grandmother, Inez Wack. Definitely. The, the immaculate, the immortal, the matriarch. Without her, there is no me. So I just want to take that time. I had to take step away from a lot of things, not just the pod, but work, everything, just to kind of, you know, handle some business, but then also, you know, trying to get my mind right. I'm not 100% back yet, but we here. We here. So happy to be back on the pod, back, hopefully. But y'all listening, appreciate y'all. You know, people reached out. Um, yeah, we, we getting better. We growing. I'm excited. I think we hit 25. I mean, that's a milestone. It's a milestone episode. So we're going to try to make this a good one. We still owe y'all verses. It's not going to happen this episode, but it's coming up soon. We're going to get the, the, the Drizzy versus CBO. You tell us who y'all want us to verse, but I'm, I'm all right. I'm right. I'm, I'm growing. Therapy, you know, started reading again. I read the whole book in like two hours. I was like, oh, just for fun. Oh, damn. Some shit I probably shouldn't even been really reading, but <laughs> it popped. I was like, oh, this popped up. This is this free. I'll read this. Oh, that's dope. I'm glad you, you, you're you doing better. Definitely RIP to your grandma and everything, you know. That's always hard to deal with. So I'm glad that we're back in to go. You feel me? I, you know, and the thing about it is, you know, he's my boy is a trooper. He still wanted to record and everything. And I was like, nah, bro. Take this time off, you know, even though the fans love us now, the most important thing is mental health, and especially we in May. So it's mental health awareness month, too. So that's a man- thing. Yeah. What color am I supposed to wear? I, I didn't know autism awareness, but I you know you're supposed to wear blue. So what color am I supposed to wear for mental? Um, it's purple this month. Damn, I don't got purple no more. <laughs> yeah. So definitely anybody, you know, checking with your mental health this month, you feel me? You know, there's a bunch of resources definitely on the CDC and everything else, you know. But um, for my weekly check-in, um, I've been, I've been risk-taking lately, you know? Either with girls, <laughs> we don't have to get into that. Of uh, uh, you know, even with you know potential um, a new job and everything, I've been been just trying to risk take more and to do more and just to elevate. You know, um, so you know, I'm just I'm just excited. You know, we back we back now. I've been missing yeah, I've been missing the pod. So let's get into it though. Oh, where's that? What we starting out with today? All right, we're going to be starting off with a little something that we both don't know about. So before before we start on this topic. I guess we want to put a little disclaimer out here that we are, our thoughts and prayers are going on with the Palestinian people and everything like that, but we're not too well informed. So do not 
come for us for this topic because you know we are just trying to you know make stuff aware especially world news such as this because there's been a lot of tragic things and I've been seeing a lot of things on social media so I'm just trying to be educated just as much as y'all so there's been a lot of things going on in Palestine and Israel and there's been a lot of conflict and there's been a lot of what what you said before in pre-production um Modern day colonialism Yeah so it's a lot of uh, Let's just go into What we know Off the top of our heads Like again We don't claim to be experts On this topic But it's so It's such a A hot topic And also something That's really getting A lot of eyes on it That we felt the need To talk about it To open up Um, Basically From my understanding As you guys know Middle East Israel Is a very holy land That has ties to Multiple different Religious denominations And cultures Right So there's one group I'm not going to I don't want to say it wrong So I'm not going to Just throw a name out there One group of people Occupies a specific part Of the land Another group of people Is basically trying to Forcibly remove them From the land I was doing a little research And so this has been Going on for decades If not longer Mm -hmm. But we're at a point now Where there is propaganda Being purported On one side of the argument Where one one side Is like literally Trying to say Oh they're attacking us So we have to take over Their land to You know uh, Preserve our culture Whereas another group is saying, no, it's not. You guys are just forcibly attacking us. And that's why I call it modern day colonization because it's like you're taking something that doesn't inherently belong to you. You think it does, but right now it doesn't. And you're trying to, you know, use that religious aspect or, you know, use that, that military aspect to, to seize what you want. And I don't think that's fair. Again, I don't want to say the wrong name and, you know, throw you guys off, but this is something that you guys should be paying attention to. And I know a lot of people have seen it because people like Rihanna, um, a lot of major personalities have been talking about this, just putting it in their story, making posts about it. So we just really want to say over here, this might not go well. Just you know, get you, take the time to just be informed. Take and a look. Yeah, my thoughts and prayer for everybody involved, because you know, I just seen a couple. Of, I just saw a video not too long ago on Instagram of you know videos um, of buildings being blown up, and then kids are looking through rubbles for. Toys and everything such as that And then even seeing some videos of Grandma crying and all that so Thoughts and prayer goes out to them And also I still want to give We talked about this last podcast but thoughts and Prayers go out to everyone in India as Well because you know Those COVID numbers is different (laughs) Real real different it's catching up to The US and then we have this is Like come on now like why everybody out here enjoying, especially New York City over here, talking about July 1st is where we opening up. You know, there's places like India that can't even, even think of that, especially with what's going on over there. So thoughts and prayers to everybody that's involved and everybody that's been affected by this. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's, it's a crazy time. We're so interconnected via the Internet, no matter what. The news says it's happening Or wherever you get Your information from mm-hmm. There's always a video That kind of either Corroborate what they're saying Or go against the grain So It's, it's very difficult To even Even think about COVID now Right Because mm-hmm. that's what We think about with India um, Like Everybody's like The world's opening up I was in Walmart The other day I took a little trip This last couple of days Just to clear my head And I see white people Walking around with no masks And stuff yeah. and The state's opening up Like to full capacity Like No no limitations Like you don't have to Eat outdoors um, Cuomo just said last week Like the mask mandates And all of that If you're vaccinated You don't have CD said that Excuse me CDC said that um, End of this month 
no curfews and stuff is over. You, you know, the funny thing about it, Friday night I was hanging out with some friends and we was going to the section part um, in Brooklyn. You was in a club? No, 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 no. Just um, just on some regular hangout stuff. So I forgot where we were in Brooklyn per se. We was near the Barclay Center, but there's like this neighborhood around Clinton Hill where um, they cut off all the blocks for like a couple of blocks. And we was walking there to go get some ice cream. And then we had our mask on and nobody there had their mask on. And I heard somebody comment like, oh, why they have their mask on? Like, COVID is over. And I'm just like, yo, people really are just over this, um, you know, this coronavirus and everything. And and this stuff is still real. <laughs> it's 100% real. I think that's the scary part. And I think... We're in a full sense of security. I think, especially like here in America, where we want things to go back to normal so we can start making people want to make money and they want to just live their lives. We are again, as we said from like episode one, we're the most entitled sense of people. Because mm-hmm. you see, countries in Europe are starting to shut down. Middle Eastern countries can't even function right now. So how is it that everywhere else around the world is still having these issues, but we're not? You know, it's a little scary. You know what? I work in, in education. They're talking about they went from six feet to three feet, to now it's like, oh, it's come as you are, and it's like, wait. What <laughs> in just a year? Yeah, I'm saying we didn't get the vaccine till what December was it? December? Yep, was yeah, it? definitely December. December, right? So, yep. I don't know, man. It, it, it's, it's scary out here. So this, whatever you choose to do, if you're okay with it, that's fine. But please don't make decisions because every decision that people are making don't just affect them; they affect those people around them as well. So just make sure, like, if you're going out to the function or you doing whatever, you living reckless. Just remember, like, your recklessness does also. Play, um, play a role in other people's lives because you never know if you're a carrier, somebody else is carrying. Even if you're vaccinated, I know I've heard several stories of people vaccinated getting sick. So just be careful. Do do your due diligence. Definitely, definitely. So now, next topic. This been something that's been debated among us this entire week. I mean, entire month to be honest. Especially when they first when the when they when this person and the other person didn't show up. To the podcast There's been a discussion Between us two And this is about The Joe Button Podcast Drama now If you've been Living under the rock You recently Found out This week That Joe has fired Rory and Maul From the Joe Button Podcast And which left A lot of people Questioning What happened And a lot of people Questioning People's value And Eagle and just a whole bunch of things. And I, before we start again to the nitty gritty of what happened between them, I just want to say how I feel about the breakup. I'm honestly sad about it. You're sad. Yeah. Cause I've been a fan. <laughs> I've really, I really been a fan and I've definitely say the podcast did influence me. Definitely, especially with this podcast that we do here, um, it's just sad to see them break up like that. And if and it and it signifies an end of an era, because I I went to see them in the show and saw them live and seen you know just supported them throughout and just to, for them to come in to end at this time, it's kind of sad. What you think? Um, I think the way it went down was messy. 
I think in in it's like if it was organic, like you know, small Rory or Joe decide to move on and do different things, mm-hmm. it'd be one thing. But it's the fact that it seemed forced. It was more so left. It was taken out of two of the main. It was taken out of all of the no, taken out of two people's hands. Joe had a Joe had control. I actually. At first, I was one of the fans. So I'll be honest. Who was like, okay, well, them two niggas probably don't do but so much to the podcast. So <laughs> yeah, I, was, I wasn't. Was on the ice I like ice, I like icing. I'm not going for. I like icing ish. I like yeah, the dynamic. Nah, they, but then I'm good. one of the people that was. I was intrigued by Joe Button's media come up. So I watched. I watched all his content from the aspect. Okay, I want to see what Joe says. Mm-hmm. Like I like when he's on. What's it? On, he's on a, the come up and or whatever. And he's like media Joe. He's not being a dick. But then he does an interview or something else for Revolt, and he's an asshole with Charlemagne or yeah. doing a podcast, right? Um, I think the way he handled it was bad. I think the way that you don't like, if you're my man's a hundred grand, I'm not going to try to embarrass you or eviscerate you on a yeah, platform you where form your character and everything. Yeah, on a platform where like this is what we eat off of, but also it's everywhere. You already know once you, even a post and delete, all it takes is one person to see it and retweet it, and it's out there. Yeah. You feel me? I think that for let me play devil's advocate in a business sense was Joe Budden wrong as per his contract which we will never have the opportunity to read just based off of all the back and forth <laughs> yeah based on what the language of the contract was yes and no business wise did he make the, did he have the authority possibly to oh, fire yeah. I'll give you that possibly but those is your mans and I think the, the reason that a lot of people that probably weren't as invested in the podcast have so much to say is A Joe Budden is a like it or hit it kind of guy and B Everyone likes to think Living in this world Where it's like Yo If you and your friends Do something It's only success There's no pitfalls You know So the fact that Joe Budden Can really put himself In a position Where he can really Shit on his friends And his friends Are firing back And it's like All this he said She said Well he said He said In this case But mm-hmm. all this He said He said And stuff left up For interpretation It's just like Yo Would my niggas do that I wouldn't do that but they also got the the element of money. Yep. You feel me? They was touching M's. Like, yeah. it, it, Rory, in the Rory and Mole episode, shout out to you for buying it. You know, we support black business on this side. At least you mm-hmm. do. I participate with you. But um, the Rory episode, he said it like, yo, even though they, they wanted to just see the books, they wanted to make sure they was get, because they, they get a percentage of the gross, which means whatever money they make, there's a certain percentage that each of them is entitled to. Yep. So regardless, we had this debate earlier where we said, uh, if it's the Joe Budden network, how I put it? Put it like this: We said Joe, but I argue that if Joe Budden is brokering the deals and the deep people are signing on because they want him, and then he's attaching the podcast, then there is some wiggle room for him to smush the numbers a little bit. But if you're getting paid off of X amount of dollars, you have every right to see what X amount of dollars is. Yeah, and and the thing about it, if you, if you watch what's um, what Rory and Moore response were. On Vemo, if you if you go for one watching, and they got it on YouTube anyways. Um, oh, that's not supporting black business. <laughs> it was just more so they was even trying to say that he was taking money from them. He was they was even trying to say he was a thief or anything like that. They just said, "Bro, I just want to see the deals." And matter of fact, I think I got some audio. Can I play it? Oh uh, yeah, do you think? It's the simplest contract on earth. Mm-hmm. This shit was very easy. Was not, it was not some crazy back and forth. But according to him, we, didn't, we don't know what the contract. We're percentage-based. Yes. Because I see the narrative is people think that we work for Joe and we're employees and we get a salary. That's not what it was. We have a percentage-based contract. And also people— So we have to ask for accounting because 
How else will we know what we're supposed to get? We need yeah. to see the numbers. We get a percentage of whatever comes in for the podcast. I've seen a lot of people making, oh, LeBron wouldn't ask Jeannie Buss for the books for the Lakers. I'm like, LeBron is a salary. He don't give a fuck what the Lakers make as long as he makes $50 million at the end of the year. He doesn't give a fuck what the Lakers make. But if he was getting a percentage, if he was getting 30% a year, he would need to know what the Lakers made that year. That's just basic. Basically. So that's that's just to kill that narrative of we were asking to see the books and we are employees and that and that whole stupid narrative. We had a percentage based contract. So you have to see the numbers so that you see everything that's coming in and everything that's going out. So we get to accounting, which is in our contract that was drawn up by Joe's lawyer, my lawyer, Maul's lawyer, super standard with profit. That becomes an issue. I want to make this clear throughout the rest of this response that I asked always the simplest questions ever. This narrative of me being this difficult person or this person wiling out. I also have those emails that everyone speaks about where I'm being difficult. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't. So similar to you, I can't really. And I've been saying this throughout our whole discussion about this business wise. Can't really tell if Joe's wrong because he's the owner of the IP and he is making money and has been other position because he's like an EP on Revolt and then, you know, the Patreon deal he has. I don't even want to cut you off. He he did also go on live today. Like this, oh, yeah, this came ahead. out, that came out Saturday. What was yesterday's date? The, uh, what was yesterday? The 15th? That yeah. came off the 15th. The, today's the 16th. He did a live this morning where he basically like, I guess responded. He wasn't really responding to them. He's responding to comments from fans that were watching. It was like 10,000 people watching, I want to say. And he was just a lot of like, you know, I put in a lot of excess money that wasn't even in the podcast budget. Like people ask like, where's that 400,000 they was losing? You know, where it was X, Y, Z. He said he, he was fronting a lot of his own personal bread into the podcast, which would, I guess, was, was his way of explaining why there was such an imbalance in whatever he shared. But then to combat that, Rory Moss said they, when they asked for the numbers, they got something Excel sheet, which is, again, not, not professional. It's not professional. At all. So I don't know, man. How you feeling about it? Because I just say that's all bullshit to me. And I love Joe. And you know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm gonna still watch whatever those three do. If Joe continues with the podcast, I'm gonna continue watching the podcast because I like Ice, um, Ice and Ish. And also, I'm gonna continue supporting Rory and them all. So it's regardless at the end of the day for me because you know I'm just an outside person looking in. But just um, him, it makes no sense. Why this even blow up the way it is? Because like I was saying before, business wise, I can't really argue with that because I'm not too too you know yeah, familiar I, with. Has the, Joe Budden calls it a, 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 a was it was like a couch law living room lawyer? That's what he called people that was trying to <laughs> say what he yeah. Did. So I'm not going to get into the business wise, and plus I don't know exactly what's the percentage and what he gets and what that gets. So I'm not going to argue that side. My issue with Joe with this was on the friendship and the morale level and just on just on a poor leadership skills that he demonstrated and just the way about just self-sabotaging himself, what he has done throughout his whole career and relationships. And this is not to slander, but these are all documented things. Everything that's anything that was going well for him, he has sabotaged himself in some sort of way. And I don't understand how just Dumb asking for transparency, just seeing what deals are being made, translated to them getting fired, 
and you going on this rant for them because I doubt Maul and Rory would really even do this thing if he just fired them off air and kept it pushing on air. But no, the reason why they made this response video because he basically dogged them out on the episode after firing them, talking about <laughs> Maul hiding detergent. <laughs> In his room when they lived together, I'm like, first of all, you never been to college because <laughs> you know niggas always had their own detergents in their rooms. I, I mean, honestly, we're being honest. What Joe is doing is a great business move, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because all controversy leads to good press. I mean, oh. leads to more numbers, more eyes. You're right. You feel me? Right. So I'm like, if people wasn't tuning in before, like, like casuals. And he put that episode on Patreon, so a lot of people subscribe to his Patreon just to... It's a couple bucks to watch it. You get those membership benefits for the month. Yeah. The clips is out there. He's getting traffic. It's more eyes. So as, for as many people as like him, many people don't like him, now it's like the people are like, oh, I want to know what's more. So kind of boosts his profile, even though it's... But you will sacrifice your friends to do I'm that? I'm not saying that he did what he did was right. I'm saying the way that he's shaping it now is like, how can I... I'm not saying he's doing that, but like... The narcissist in me is like, yo, how would I be able to profit off of this? Because mm, okay. this isn't to say nothing bad about the Joe Budden podcast network. He's a shitty person. A lot of bosses are. I can't. I don't think a lot of people can name more than two good bosses they probably had in their life. And they probably had one of them when they was like 16 and they didn't know what the fuck a boss was supposed to do. Right. I think the bigger thing is, again, like people looking at themselves like, yo, how do I work with my friends? Because mm. it's great to say Do something We can throw a party We can do S, Y, and Z But when you start Making real bread And You You contribute Different levels To whatever you're doing You feel You feel like One person works harder Than one person doesn't And you know It's contracts And shit like that Like how do you Really listen Everybody, everybody likes to say it Be yo If it's four of us We each get 25% And we all own this shit Ah ah mm-hmm. But Until you put in that position Where it's like yo Damn, I put up, I put fifteen thousand. This you only put two. How the fuck we both getting? How we both? I feel like I feel like with that, yo, just speak up. But yeah, it's communication at the end. Communication. Of the day. They didn't speak, and I. But they said that they said they would be naive, and I think that's one thing. I think not even just in friendship and in business, but I think in life in general, naivety is that. That's how you. That would that be the the, the word for naive? Like naivety. If it's, if I'm wrong, y'all cut my ass later. <laughs> but if na- naivety is like. Really, the the downfall in a lot of situations where you yeah. just feel like, yo, this person wouldn't do that. Or they wouldn't do that. So the government wouldn't do that to me. Oh, a lot of you, people. Don't, you a lot say of people that about the government. You deserve that. I'm saying a <laughs> lot of people don't give a fuck, and I think that's something that you gotta. Or a lot of people give a fuck, and so they're directly impacted. But I I won't say it's naive on their behalf. No, I'm saying that they said they were naive. Yeah, yeah. But I the thing about it, and and we discussed this when before before this whole stuff happened before. I wouldn't say naive on their behalf. I just think they've been, for the most part, manipulated by Joe, by the whole preaching of friendship and we're a team and we're doing this together and the whole leadership stuff that he was trying to emulate. It's hard. It's hard for them. It's, it's, it's easy for them to 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 get um, comfortable, comfortable and and get blindsided because of what message Joe was sending it to him. Well, sending it to them because you, if you've seen when they talked about creators and transparencies throughout their episodes about other people's issues and what Joe has says about them as we a team, we 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 we're friends, we we're, we're, we're doing this together and all that, and then he decided just to be the boss. It's easy for somebody to get blindsided and 
they were being naive, but it's easy for them to be naive in that in that regard when somebody is preaching something and then they totally went left field and switch it up on them. All right, I'm gonna play devil's advocate again just because it's kind of fun being the bad guy a little bit. What if Joe did what he thought he was supposed to do? For him, yeah. No, I'm talking about for them. Because think about it, right? What were we say about that Patreon check? He's like, it's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. Give it to the rest of the crew. He's being noble. Yeah. But it's not like they was getting pennies. You feel me? So whether they were entitled, they were entitled, they didn't get all their money, that's fucked up. But Joe Budden's like, yo, we trying to build this empire. I'm got I got people, I brought more eyes to the to the product via my escapades on at Complex, my escapades on VH1, my escapades on social media with Revolt. I'm doing a lot of shit that's getting us a lot of extra dough. I'm brokering a lot of deals. I'm making sure y'all niggas are still eating. The salary shit was a little bit wild, but I'm like my inner narcissist is again clicking where it's like, yo, if I'm putting y'all in a position to win and now y'all nitpicking about numbers. What the fuck do I want y'all around for? And that's shit. So, like I said, money changes niggas. But that's not a good thing. It's not. A, I'm not. Say, I mean, I'm, that's I'm my not, thing. I'm not saying it's a good. Thing. I'm not saying he's a good person. But I'm saying in his mind, I was like, yo, we was doing this podcast for, for free. We was doing it because we was niggas. We we had fun. Yeah. We had we had a lot of talented niggas. We had great conversations that people love to hear. Right. Mm-hmm. I raised we, when we was doing it for free. It was lightweight. Nothing. Nobody's worried about it. Got a little YouTube money, little sponsorship money. Yeah. It's light cheese I had a record deal You run uh, One of the most successful parties In the country Mole shoot niggas on the low I don't know what the mole does <laughs> You know he's Big's brother <laughs> Yeah But You feel me But then it's like Alright We branch out I do all this other shit Now we going from Getting a couple G's a month To A couple hundred G's a month You feel me But a lot of that Is predicated off deals I'm brokering Now you go from making 5,000 a month To 50 or 400 Or 100,000 Whatever it is Whatever the case may be Right It's like Am I necessarily In his mind Is he necessarily wrong He's not wrong For thinking that way But also uh, Maul and Rory Can counter that By saying Bro the only reason Why you able to Broker these deals Are because of the numbers That we make together For you to have access To get that position At Patreon To have that um, relationship with Cash App, and also with your YouTube and in the in the in the in the network that you just created, those subscribers they come basic, with, basically came from us. But then, when the podcast was jumping, post I'm saying come, I'm saying from complex. Like I came on around the, after but the podcast was there and it was, was there, recording, but, but was it doing three hundred thousand dollars, three hundred thousand views episode? Most yeah, of, I mean it wasn't doing. I mean, it did views. See, look, it did views. It, it, did but views. it was, but it was better than when before. Before the podcast was on the channel. Yeah, but I'm just saying it did better with his star roles. You feel me? So in his mind, he's probably on some. I nigga, we eating now. But I'm trying to broker this to do whatever the fuck I'm trying to do. And now y'all getting away because y'all trying to see excess. He's wrong for not showing on the books. I'm not like I said, but playing out. Dude, uh, it's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to say. It's fucked here. up. It's fucked up. One hundred percent. But it's like I could see where he like I, I could see why he would what he was doing if he's doing it that way. He was just being a dick, just like yo, I'm about to give me like they said the Mary hat. I ain't no Mary May hat. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I and but my my thing about it is is if you're doing all that work, why you don't ask them to. To help you with it Or to help you and bring, this, and bring this Into a team effort So that's what I'm saying If you're sitting here Going out there To do it on your own And also given We also gotta mention About what Rory said In the response Where When they brought up deals That weren't Meant That weren't brought to him About About the podcast He will blow up 
And there's been multiple times of that. Like he, like Rory said, with the title deal, when when Elliot Wilson first started working that title, he talked to Rory on some friend lunch date, talking about, you know, this is what we can do for you. Uh, uh, and then he brought it up to Joe, and Joe blew it up on him. And then a couple months later, Joe talked to title and they gave him the exact same number and Joe brought it up there and made it feel comfortable for people to take it. And that's been a recurring theme that Rory was saying throughout that whole response. My thing is you can't blame nobody for not bringing that into you. If you saying here dictating ship and you don't want nobody to do something without your say or without you being involved and you're doing these things by yourself and you're not even telling them to help you or to broker anything I can't give you credit for that then. You can't be upset at me if I don't bring that into the table if you don't even give me a table to work with. You get what I mean? No, I feel you. Like I said, we'll never truly know because we'll, like we'll never be able to read the kind. We're only going to be, it's going to be he said, she said, they said. That's it. So, right. I mean, I'm just hopeful that, like like you said, they can both be successful. Both entities can be successful. Hope your buddy can, you know, he he's, he has a difficult time when, when, when it's negative press around him. So yeah. I hope that it doesn't stop his momentum. I hope Rory and Moore, whatever he, they decide yeah, to do. Because when he when 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 he first we did that, he was tweeting crazy. He was talking to people today. He's yeah. been, but that's one thing I do like about this because it's like normally people have beef and it's rumors and you don't really see nothing. Like mm-hmm. these dudes is like fuck it. You get y'all podcast episodes about it. We we responding to fans. We like y'all get y'all shit up. We doing lives. So if that's the you know. This that's the next. I bet you that's the next wave of celebrity. We get we taking it back to the vlog the blog days where everybody used to just edit each other out. Like yo, I heard from a source that you was ah uh, ah uh, like so yeah. So I mean like I wish them all the best. I just I just don't like how Joe move and it's just it it's just crazy to sit here for a person who champion creators and against suits become the suit. I mean, I won't even go. He said he was that much of a suit. Um, never mind. We've been told about this shit for like twenty minutes. I won't, <laughs> I won't say he's a suit, but I like I said, I get it. I get the montage. But in, in lighter news, how about those New York Knickerbockers? Come on now, fourth seed, baby. Well, I don't know how they. I don't know how they did that. They fucked up. Fourth seed, and we winning games. We winning games. We beat the Celtics. Today or yesterday? Yeah, not even today. It's more uh, this afternoon. Yeah, I, I don't. Man, I'm happy, but I'm not. There's no. There's no way they win a championship. Oh yeah, we know. I'm. Oh, come I on. Was like, this I is mean, a, this is a great draft. Why? We wow, we we is, we are what you gonna call it? This is a great. I ain't gonna lie. You ask any real New York fans, they gonna say he say we win in the championship regardless. Yeah, nah, <laughs> we gonna we gonna we should get out the first round. We I mean it depends. You never know. A whole team can get hurt. COVID. Somebody sent somebody to their hotel. Yeah, but yo, the Knicks though. I'm surprised because the beginning of the season, I was not thinking they were gonna come out like this. They started out terrible, terrible, terrible. They was on the same league with the Pistons. <laughs> That's funny. That's and what the magic. That's what the Pistons coach said when Derrick Rose asked for the trade. He's like, "Yo, you can go there, but there's no guarantee we won't be better than them." I was like, "Who's laughing now, Dwayne?" <laughs> Facts. Dwayne. And I'm, I'm like, "Yo, Julius Randle, most improved player of the year." Can't be honest though. He was always nice, but two things changed. He stopped trying to do too much. Like he found a perfect fit for his game, mm. and he got his 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 jump shot to the point where it's like, "All right, I'm comfortable." And he's in a system where it's like, all right, there's no everywhere else he played. He had he to play was, second fiddle or third yeah, fiddle. He was in LA 
and they had a bunch of guys needed the ball in their hands. So it's like, yo, Ingram, Lonzo Ball, yeah, Josh Hart, uh, a couple other guys. Jeremy Lin was there. Isaiah Thomas. They kept picking up older guards, right? Then you go to New Orleans with AD and Drew Holiday. So it's like, all right, I'm third here. Mm-hmm. He put up good numbers. And then last year you come here and it's like five different guys that play the same position. So it's like, how can I really have space? And even this year, you think about how good the Knicks are. Their spacing is still terrible. Alfred Payton oh, yeah. is looks horrible. like he's he looks like he's done. I don't want to say he's horrible. He's he had he was good for us last year when we were really bad, but I don't know if he's even a role player at this point. He might need to, you know, step away for a little while. D Rose give us flashes. That's what they need. So they're in a position where it's like, okay, they got the most cap space in the league. They have Apparently a couple court, Their front court Looks pretty set I mean you got Mitchell Robinson mm-hmm. If they can keep Nerlin, Ner, um, Nerlin Noel Then it's like Alright you got your Center position locked down For at least two seasons Julius Randle's on contract For next year And they're gonna give him Another deal To extend that RJ has Next year has two years Left on his rookie contract Before he gets his deal We just need a We just need an All-star point guard Not even that They need somebody That can score consistently Like the thing about it Who will come Who will leave Like I mean, but you got, that's the thing. We don't know. Because think about it. Now you're saying New York City, you got a team where the front court is set. R.J. Barrett can play the two or the three. So basically, you can get a one, two, or three. They got money for two I just guys. don't want nobody to... I want I want them to build a team around Randall. And I just I think you just need a scoring guard who can, just, who can just knock down the threes and play make. It's not but that then many. That's the thing. How that's far? the elite. You always gotta ask the question: How far can you get when so and so is your best player? So Julius Randle being their best player, he gets that, better. But that year. he's but he's also 26, 27. So that's still young. Yeah, but all right, let's think about who are they playing? They were playing. What was it? What was it in Golden State? How many days ago? I think it might have been Washington. Mm-hmm. They played some team, and they threw doubles at Julius Randle from the opening tip. And the Knicks, I don't even think they won that game. They were struggling. So Julius Randle, whose game is he's gonna face you up. He he had he's hitting a three pointer at a high clip. Is this just an outlier season, mm. or is this is, oh, is, is, is he every time down lefty in and out step to the side? Is that is that there? If that's there, it's a different conversation. Oh, okay, but if it's not there, how far do you get with him? This is this might be his best season ever. Like I said, do I throw two hundred million at him for one year? No. What do I think is a great value for Julius Randle? Right no, now, the Knicks knowing the Knicks, they're going to do it. Anyway. No, nah, but I'm saying at his age, you can get away with it. But what's the what's the great number? Max, he can probably get his forty. I say him thirty. Oh, yeah. I say thirty. Thirty. What's that? One hundred twenty million over. Yeah, he's talking. And he's talking like he wants to retire as a Nick too. He does. Yeah, I, would, I would too. Shit, he's the first star. Remember, Melo would have a good class because he's the first. And he's homegrown. You could kind of say because we had him and he he wasn't shit last year. <laughs> Not even he wasn't. He was nineteen and nine, but yeah. it wasn't winning basketball games. Now he's like a closer. He's what he was supposed to be. So, so what guard do you think we might need? It's hard. If we could get Devin Booker. That's not happening. I know. He's got he signed a new deal. Oh. He's not leaving for four years. They're not trading him. I can't really see a scoring guard that's popping. Zach Levine. 2022. Oh. That's what that's they need. That's not a bad look. That's what they need. But but Zach Levine, that's a lot of things. Cause in Chicago, he's the man. But he's the he face. hasn't been to the playoffs ever. But he could get a lot but of money in Chicago. He hasn't been he can get it's an extra like twenty million. He'll be in New York. You think them endorsements won't come? He don't have a shoe deal. You're right, but you going from who? Because the thing about it, he can not go. He cannot be the man in New he, York. He would be the man in New York. I want to tell you why. Why? He's a guard. It's a guards league. Look at Jokic. Jokic is MVP. Do they talk about Jokic on TV outside of like one o'clock when nobody's watching? 
Why? Because <laughs> he's a center. Joel Embiid. The only reason why they're not giving him his respect because nobody really wanted to give him the MVP because the other people who were in the front running got injured. No, but still, who are, who are we talking about? It was all about, all about LeBron and, and Embiid early. And yeah. even Embiid, for the most part, was like, that nigga and missed Harden made the, And then Harden made a run for Harden, it. Harden quit on the first half of the season, been out for a month, and they were still talking about MVP votes. Yeah, Steph is fighting to get. He fought to get the AFC. Niggas is like he's top two, top three MVP. I'm saying why? He's a guard. He's he has a flashy game. Randall, like I said, we don't know if Randall gonna shoot forty percent from three every ever again. Mm-hmm. We know Zach Levine is gonna give you thirty with some crazy dunks. That's my pitch. I'm like, yo, the Knicks got sixty million, right? So we re up Alec Burks. We re up Nerlens. You tell Mitch we are gonna wait and see on that rookie contract. And we take a look. Maybe go get Kyle Lowry or somebody that could start. Okay, Kyle Lowry. I forgot. If Chris about Paul that. say he want to opt out, yo, all right, Chris, I got you on. A, Why would he do that? Because you're he's not doing you're, well. You're in not the West. you're not winning in the West. They're going to be there. They're going to be the number two seed. The Lakers are going to clean up. One, they're going to probably clean up Golden State when they play them on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be the seventh seed knocking out the two seed, four games to two. So Chris Paul did all of this beautiful basketball, and, and Phoenix looks great. To be a number two suit and lose in the first round. Does it get better than that? If you somehow beat the Lakers, guess what your your next prize is? Ding ding ding, you get to play the Clippers. <laughs> if you somehow beat the Clippers, guess what your next prize is? Ding ding ding, you're probably gonna play Utah that's healthy. So yeah. every team you're gonna play is a terrible matchup for you. Yeah, and your boys don't have that much experience in the playoffs. I'm about to say, DeAndre Ayton has struggled. As in, without getting his twenty five touches a game. Yep, and Devin Booker, you don't. I haven't. He hasn't been playoff tested yet. Have been to playoffs. I don't know what it's going to be. You know, Chris Paul could say, "I take my forty, but then what if I get hurt next year? Well, they can give me money, but what's the odds? The West is stacked. The number ten seed in the West or the number nine seed in the West won thirty nine out of 40, out of seventy games. Mm. You go to the East, they're already a four seed without you. What's their biggest problem? They can't if it's a close game going into the last four minutes. They can't score. What do teams do? They double team Randall. They force RJ to catch it out by, by ten feet behind the three point line. And like, all right, go. There's no movement. Reggie Bullock is not hitting no pull up jump shot. That's There's, a specialty too. I don't understand. But he's not a pull up. <laughs> pull up is a different thing. He can mm-hmm. he's catch and shoot. You gonna leave Reggie? You gonna leave? You gonna try to stop um, RJ Barrett drive so bad? You gonna leave the forty percent three point shooter open? <laughs> no. So I think. You get one of those veteran guards this summer. You might have to overpay or give them like an extra year, which is fine because literally when their contracts run up, RJ Barrett will be on his extension. He'll start his extension. Julius Randle, you already got a star. Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel, interchangeable, but you lock them up for centers aren't getting more than $10 million a year. So you say one of them gets, you sign Noel for like, I don't know, three years, $24 million. Still his biggest contract he ever got. You sign Mitch, has got another year left, and it's like, you work it out. IQ, OB, now your front court set, you got your bench spark plug guard. You get assigned somebody, you get some, you bring back a couple guys, and then next to somebody after that, go get Zach me. And guess what? You compete. Okay. I'm I not mean, saying I'm that. With, I'm, with, I'm not I'm saying whatever makes the Knicks. Chris Paul, Zach Levine, RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, Nerlens Snow, I mean, um, Mitchell Robinson, Emmanuel Quickly, OB Toppin, Nerlens Noel. Uh, Alec Burks, maybe a, a, a Derrick Rose, and whoever who knows who else they can get. How was that? Derrick Rose because he a good spark plug. Exactly, I'm just saying. Knicks are back. NBA is interesting. People are not lying. NBA is, is good when when the Knicks are good. Yeah. Speaking on the NBA, the Hall of Fame class was inducted this week. You Actually, know, shout out Kobe, 
Shout out KG Shout out Tim Duncan They finally were indoctrinated For last year Because they didn't get To have a ceremony this year Shout out to Ben Wallace right? Ben Wallace Chris Bosh uh, Who else Who else Paul Pierce A.K.A. Yo Monica You better come get this money girl <laughs> It's one more It's one more it was Ben Wallace. It was a couple Pierce, coaches. Couple Paul Westfall. Paul Westfall. I feel like I missed another player. Oh, you said Ben Wallace. Yeah. Paul Pierce. Chris Bosch. Was it Chris Webber? Chris Chris Webber as well. Chris Webber was the last man, the last guy to make it. Yeah. So shout out to them. I know Chris Webber was on a ballot for a while. I didn't think Chris Bosch was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, given his resume, I don't I don't see why not. He you was know, a he, he was he was a great number three with the Heat. He put up numbers with Toronto, but he never went far. That's why I feel like first ballot, that's like saying there's a lot of guys that make the whole thing that weren't first ballot. I mean, everybody knows that only besides the NFL, everybody else Hall of Fame is easy to get into. I'm about to say, yeah, NBA is definitely, you can be on the ballot for years. Oh, what? Like, you know, there's people in NFL that waited six or seven years <laughs> before they even get it into the Hall of Fame. So I'm just like, shout out to them. And also shout out to Vanessa Bryant. And, that's you features. know. That's because. Yes. Just once again, RIP Kobe, RIP Gianna, RIP everybody who passed away on that tragic accident. Like, she doesn't get, like, I didn't know too much of her um, prior to Kobe's death. And also, you know, um, given that whole Drake line, he he would shoot me in the gym, you know, people, that's the only thing I only remember from her. But since his passing, she has showed so much strength, like resilient determination. Like I can see why Kobe was with her and why he wanted to build a family around her because they shared similar qualities and she is a strong person and she doesn't back down from Nike, from anybody else. If she catch you doing something to tarnish her husband's name, she's after them. So this once again prayers to 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 her and the family and to everybody else who's been affected by the accident and keep your head up. Kobe was one of a kind and I'm, you know, yeah, R.I.P. to him. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, switching up to uh, entertainment. Oh no, mate. Yeah, entertainment. Oh, sad news. Uh, one of your Chicago rappers was shot. I know the Grim Reaper himself, Little Reese. Reese Money Three Hundred. Yeah, so it's been reported that, you know, he, he survived. So let's put that out there. He's been shot in Chicago. But there's been a lot of detail around the arrest because uh, apparently he's the thief that tried, who stole the car. And I guess the owner came back and blamed that him and his homie. So there's more details to be released. And I'm going to keep my... Your opinion? My opinion. And, you know, keep keep that topic open because, you know, this is not the first time he's been shot. He recently been shot a couple years ago in the throat and he almost lost his voice box. So this boy got to be immortal at the end of the day. Cause, but my thing about it, which I don't really want, I really don't like about this, where a lot of people are showing a picture of him um, um, bleeding and messed up from the shot. Like, why do people want to put that on social media? And like, why do people want to see that graphic things? I think we're one, we're desensitized to everything. I think that we're overexposed. So like a lot of shit, people even think about the songs. Like, what's the most popular song out right now? <laughs> I smoke. Like, oh. We are literally in an era where like nothing is sacred. You know what I saw the other day? I finally saw the video for the When I See You version. Y'all almost, almost cried, bro. That shit was wild. Yeah, 
bro, on the man's gravesite. But that's where we're at as a culture, where it's like we we see since we we have we can see so much, we see everything so much that nothing nothing really phases us. You feel me? So a lot of times, and people be like, our immediate reaction is, I'm gonna just post it. I'm gonna just post it. This is shit. I I, I saw it. I, you gotta see it too. And it's like, yo, nobody's like, yo, that's a nigga. Yeah. He could die or like, yeah. yo, well, just I just seen like even when FBG Duck. Um, passed away R.I.P. to him They showed him They showed him Laid out on the floor Gasping for his last breath Nobody trying to help Yeah And I'm just like Yo What is which I like Why do y'all even want to see that And like People just been posting that around I'm just like What's wrong with y'all Man It's it's crazy out here But I mean I'm, I'm glad the young man did not pass away, but it's it's, it's, get, it's grimy out them streets right now, man. Yes, please, please. Like what T. Grizzly said was actually really, really true. You rappers need to get life insurance. Make y'all will. Stop all that tough guy. Oh, nobody's going to touch me. Yo, y'all are targeted, and please protect yourself. Like, this is probably one of the most dangerous occupations right now in the U.S. Because they after y'all. It's either within your homies or people from different state where you go try to make your little money from. Trying to come make a come up. They trying to snatch your chain and they trying to embarrass you. Like you're a target out here. So please protect yourself. Please walk around with security, you know, get that life insurance and stuff. But in other news and music news though, let's get a clap up for Jay Z though. Come on now. He just entered the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with wait, wait, Tina Turner. Don't forget Foo LL. Fighter. Don't forget LL. LL Cool J is hard. No, that's my man. Oh, yeah. You a queen. Get your queen shit off. Get your queen shit off. Yeah. Shout out to LL Cool J and all the chapstick people out there in the world that's, that made the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> that's dope, though, because it's like, remember hip-hop, they didn't want to consider it music for so long. So the fact that they're acknowledging. Granted, LL should have been in there years ago. Oh, yeah, fact. And me? Tina Turner. And Tina, Tina Turner, definitely. Like It's just like there's, I don't know. We love black people. We never want to give it our, give us our accolades. I know that's a rant we go on a lot on the potty, but it, it, it's really annoying because it's like I was just watching a Mike Epps show on like Netflix, and I was just like, yo, this is funny. But it wouldn't, like, it's going to probably get canceled because it's like white people not going to get it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And that's the thing you gotta watch. Like I think ABC just showed their like they canceled mixed dish. They canceled uh, for life. The, they, they announced the final season for, for Black, Black, which is dope. I'm gonna clap it up for them too because <laughs> Black shows don't really get a chance to thrive. And if they do, it's always like four or five seasons. So you really never, as a fan, feel like you get full closure. Like Insecure ending this summer doesn't feel real. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like there's so much more story to tell. So, but it's just like we really like we I mean, we have to stop looking to these white institutions to. To validate our work And our craft But at the same time It's like yo Give motherfuckers They roses Like as a fan I mean I, I, They know I give a fuck But shit Like if you was Walking around with a Boombox and a Kango hat and Motherfucker That was LL <laughs> Facts And you gotta understand LL was like One of the biggest He basically pioneered Hip hop into The popular genre Basically yeah, Him and Def, Both Def Jam Him and Run DMC Like they was running This shit Yeah so it's just like yo. And then whole Like come on Come on like we'll give Hove a little bit of a. We'll say you know came out a little bit later after, but still, you had to wait till twenty twenty one. Like what's the, what's the criteria? Somebody send me that shit. Cause I need to understand how this took so fucking long. But man, I don't know. It, I I just really intrigued to see like yo, who who gonna go in next year? Like who else have y'all been sleeping on? Who's not in it? Like I need these lists. Oh yeah, Mary J. Bodge was up for the women. 
Did she make it? No, she didn't make it. But so Mary J. Blige. So probably next year they're gonna review her and everything. So definitely Mary J. Blige need, definitely need to be. She has. Now done, I bet you there's like a, a Caucasian artist from like ten years ago that's in there somewhere. But like how? Please tell me how. <laughs> what have I heard? What have you done for me lately? I won't be. You know they gonna definitely put Taylor Swift there in Man, a couple she, years. You know. You know, the vibes. She, you know what? She is telling. I will stop. I'm a hater when it comes to Taylor Swift. I liked her early music. I'm not going front high school. She has some bops. I just feel like you know, we treat we we act like she's the not we but the, the major platform treat her as if she's like the the best artist out. Yeah, and she's I don't I won't say she's like I said I'm not taking I'm not saying she's a terrible artist. Yeah, but, but I, she's not. I think it's weird. Her she because she came out of the country she transitioned mm-hmm. into pop. She built a fan base, and that country fan base is strong. You have that behind you; they stay with you forever. You that, and that, a lot of people don't realize country artists make bank out here. Their fan base still buy CDs. Yep, they make bank, and 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 that's one of the genres that people don't really pay attention to too much, or at least on a on an urban scale. We on an urban scale, they make bread. But if there's a, a popping country song, you probably you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. I feel like. She'll, she'll definitely make it But then even think about Like accolades Drake just got What the artist of the decade from Come Billboard. on now Clap But man, Wait let me man, get on no. my Let me get on my Light skin rant Because I'm tired of y'all Disrespecting the GOAT Out here Okay you gonna, So you're gonna be mad When I say Billboard Doesn't matter You are such a hater <laughs> You are such a hater Let my boy He Robert has Drake. dominated The Billboards For over 10 years Stop but- Hating on but, my man, he's the he he's the first one that had the three p, the three p one two three this year alone, and his album didn't even come out yet. That's another problem, but I'm just saying, Billboard. I know we about to talk about J Cole fabulous album. I'm not even gonna hate on that album because the album was fire. But Fab dropped that. Oh, you said oh, you meant J Cole's fabulous J- album. Yeah, it's just a fab. I was like Fab dropped that. No, album? no, I, I said it was a fabulous <laughs> album. Love it. We gonna get into it next. You know whatever. Give you credit. Kendrick Lamar, sit your ass down. I know everybody keep asking for you now since all that good music came out too recently. You could, I don't care for you. You can sit down. But we know who the top rapper in the game is, and that's Drizzy Drake Rogers. Do right and kill everything. Okay? Stop hating on my man. He's the artist of the Not decade, regardless of Billboard and everything else. I will say he's the artist of the decade, but I'm just saying Billboard doesn't matter. And I'm going to tell you why Billboard doesn't matter. Because anybody, not anybody, but it's not as hard as it was 15 years ago to get a number one song on Billboard. And I say that because even in the space we're living now, there's been a different number one song every week for like the last four months. And I think that Billboard Billboard is like, especially in the last five years, I'm not saying Drake does bundles, but I'm saying it's so easy to manipulate. And that's why it's like, yo, you gonna tell me his song is number one? I never heard it. How does that make sense? You feel me? Not mm-hmm. talking about Drake. Just talking about in general. That's what I'm saying. I'm not mad at Drake. I'm happy he won that at accolade. I thought it would have went to Taylor Swift. But I think Drake just has a lot more musical output. And oh no, when when did when did Taylor come out? She was out. She's been out since high school. So that I was, know since like oh yeah so since like decade. um she's been out for like 14 years. Yeah yeah yeah. You're right. But I was just saying like I feel like a lot of nowadays like like we've seen it's about output. So it's not necessarily a, 
not saying it's not skill based because art obviously make music is skill based, but the quality of the music doesn't come and it's just like how many records you sell. We know when Drake drops a project, it's going to be 20 records, all 20 are going to chart. We know this. We know he does a great feature, or a decent, if his name was attached to something, the song is going to chart. Yeah. So it was kind of like it, it, nobody was going to fuck with him when it, this was his to lose. You feel me? It's not like it's saying Drake had the best songs of the decade, which we can probably argue he has. But I'll argue. We can add he's been the most consistent artist of the decade. Every year he has given us something. But Devil's Advocate, again, if you have built up a fan base and you're dropping your every two years you're dropping a at least sixteen song album, you're doing singles here or there, you're on fucking twenty features every year and they're all charting. You're going to win that award. That's why I'm saying it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I mean, is that a bad thing? That means the person works hard. I'm, I'm just saying it's, it's Billboard's metrics aren't the best way okay, to. I would agree with that part, but I don't know about the other part you were saying because I just that just if a person does that for a whole decade, two to, um an album every two years, right, so every you, year he's on a popular feature and he has done plenty of features and everything like that. So if YouTube That's working hard. If YouTube said NBA Youngboy was the, the rap artist of the decade, would you be mad? Or would you be like that? If, if they said for NBA Youngboy, if they say for YouTube If YouTube said it. If, if they say for YouTube then yeah, the number says it statistically wise. But that, but do you really would you would you really get care if it said that? Like would it be like, "Yo, what the fuck? How?" <laughs> We'd be like, "I'm saying that now without even <laughs> So that's just my point. It's like the award is it's a great accolade, but I'm like I want Drake to win like give him 10 Grammys. Or give him ten. The, the ten, Grammys would never not, work for Drake. I'm just saying, like, there are more musical inclined awards. Make him win thirty Soul Train awards. Um, yeah, I mean, no other awards shows like the AMAs and the VMAs. He he racks up on. I'm saying. I feel like show. I feel like awards like the Grammys. I feel like and the, such. He's never going to win it because he got four he, or five something like that. But that was like early in his career, though. He got, he got one like he got one off of God Plan off the last album. But God Plan was such a big ass hit. That, that was after he shit on the Grammys. Yeah, he still gave it to him. But I just say with him, his fan base. I think we said this before in a previous episode or whatnot. But his music selection and his fan base is so he has to cater to so many that his his projects would never get the respect that it deserves. Fair enough. You know, because like with with the J. Cole, we're going to talk about the J. Cole soon. Um, J. Cole just have to just make dope lyrics to dope beats and he could do whatever concept he wants to do. Similar to Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar don't really have any two any barriers with his music, except for it has to be conscious with Drake. He has a lot of restrictions. He has to make sure he has some R&B shit. He has to have some of that, um, you know, um, R&B but melodic Jamaican shit he has to make sure he has some rap records when he really spitting at niggas and then you know he also have some have some catchy shit that you can play in the club and do all that so he to me that's why I stopped with the classic albums with Drake I stopped that argument with him because it's just like he's never going to please nobody fair enough but speaking on just Decades and just artists of the decades. This is a dumbass take you about to talk about. Oh man, let me play this clip of Fat Joe hyping up DJ Khaled though. You gonna say some real fucking? This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Cryptocurrency Scarface. What? That's what he said. <laughs> 
Hold on, hold on, hold on. I oh, got you. You pay your phone bill. Good job. Blessed bro. to have Nas and J number, and I had to hit him like, "Come on, I just disrespectful." <laughs> yeah. Cryptocurrency Scarface. Well, let's be clear. Let me let me let me break that down. Right, not just that particular song, because people take away the greatness from Khaled, and they say, "Well, he just gets a bunch of big time rappers and put them on the same song." There's a million DJs and producers that try right, that right. to put the biggest thing, and those ain't the main artists who try it. And you know, work. and it's been a long time. Since we heard Nas and Jay Z on what to me sounds like a smash hit. That's a smash like hit. Like a to smash me. hit that could play in the radio, it's streaming incredibly. It could this. So, Khaled really is the Quincy Jones of hip hop right now. Joe, Fat Joe, love you. Shut the fuck up forever. What the hell are we talking about over here? Well, well. What are we talking about over well, here? Well, is it. Now that I've heard it again, <laughs> I'm not. Well, it's disrespectful to compare to Quincy Jones in the aspect as a composer. He made Thriller, but then Thriller. But the thing about it is, he's talking about him as a curator, I think, and I think that's what he's his, his, the way he spoke. It's not like he was saying overall he was putting them on the same level, which you can't do. Quincy Jones created some of the most timeless music ever in history. Mm-hmm. However, I think he's trying to say Khaled is able to put people together, combinations of artists and songs that you wouldn't even think should be together. Now, don't make the fake. I'm not done with my point. In that go, respect... Go to his album. Continue talking. In that respect, you look at the last five or six Khaled albums, don't listen to the song. That's why I said listen to my point. Don't listen to the songs, but look at just who's on tracks together. Perfect example from the clip. The Jay and Nas track. It's a good song. Right? It's like... Who else could put that together and then have that be followed by some of these crazy combinations that, in theory, should work, right? Track lists are great before you press play. And that's my problem with DJ Khaled. I can't name... If you put together a Khaled Essentials list, like a Khaled playlist that just has great records, mm-hmm. you probably only have seven songs. And I'm probably being nice. You are. You're probably being nice. You got I'm So Hood... You got uh, we we be taking over. Oh, uh, all I do is win. All I do is win. Do you mind was a good record. Oh, what's that one that he had with Chance the Rapper and Justin Bieber? Oh, I don't think that's a good song. I think it was just catchy, but it was popular. Though. All right, I'm Get I'm right. the one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was just like, but that's the thing. You see the track list, and they look like. As a producer, as a creative, as a tastemaker, you'd be like, yo, you put Nas and Travis Scott. So you got one generation's favorite rapper and a current generation's favorite rapper. This song should be cool. I'm realizing like, yo, their, their sounds don't even sound nothing alike. And you hear the song, it's like, this doesn't sound like it fits either one of them. You feel me? Because he, because, but my thing is, Fat Joe's talking about the Nas and Jay-Z record. I want to tell you, Joe. The streets is not really feeling that Nas and Jay Z record like that. But that record is. It's I mean, a, it's they spit dope, and and I. I mean, I don't mind it. You know, it's I like not a it. hit. You're not gonna play it, it in the it, club. It's not a hit. But he was saying how it was a hit, and you could play it in like it was a crazy record. It wasn't. The streets wasn't feeling it at all. Like that. it wasn't a street record. I think. That, I mean, not a street record, but you know, I'm just saying. But people it's a not flex. feeling. It. People a, not feeling it. It's a flex. Where it's like, like I said, if we took. Every Khaled album from 2008 to now, 
we could probably, if you say you give me, give us 14 tracks, we can make a nice album. But the problem is you put out nine albums in this time span mm-hmm. and there's not one that I can listen to beginning to end. That's a fact. And I think that the whole Khaled appeal at this point, he's created this idea. This, this is really fit. his personality more but than But that's music. the thing. He's, he's created this idea, this fantasy, this facade. I'm this ultimate artist who can just bring these guys together and make hits. You get combinations. When he got the, the number one hits with Justin Bieber mm-hmm. and Chance and Quavo, literally, all, that was... Artists. but. That was when they were all at their peaks. That's before Quavo dropped the album. Everyone was like, Quavo's up next. That's when Justin Bieber has just off of his, uh, was it, he's just off of Purpose, which is, in my opinion, his best album. That's when Chance was that. This is pre-Big Day Chance. This is, mm-hmm. this is when everybody liked Chance or loved Chance. You feel me? So you put them on a the thing with a little a little simpy Fruity Loops beat, and it's like, all right, man, this is easy number one. This is cool. You feel me? He catches artists, and like he tries to get an up-and-coming artist with somebody that's going to have clout. Like this album, he had Justin Timberlake. He had two Drake features. Do I think Drake made those songs for Khaled? Yep, throwaways. He didn't give them to me. He just was like, yo, here, you can have it. I got you, bro. I mean, the her rec- I ain't gonna lie, her did her, did her job. I man. heard her did, I didn't listen to the whole album because I was just like, I, I can't do this. But I heard that her record was good. People were hating on the Cardi record, but- And I ain't gonna lie, I give him a little credit for Bryson Tiller because I I don't really, I can't really see Bryson Tiller. He did two two tracks on here, so- But that's the thing. He knows you know? who to get. Like, he'll, you can look at certain Khaled tracks. He's like, all right, bet, I got- I can't put Breezy on it. Chris can have these three songs. I can put August on this. August can have these three songs. I can get a Nicki track. I can get a, a Big Sean's. Like, he can get people to but get... My, my thing with this album was it wasn't so different than Father of the Side. It's not. Yeah. It was like you have you had you had the Jamaican record in Father of the Side and you had a lot of Jamaican record in the Khaled Khaled one. Then you had the Cardi B. Then you had the 21 Savage. I mean... The only, I mean, the Nipsey Hustle one was the only different one, but that's because Nip is Nip. But you had the Meek Mill. Some some of the samples sound the same. I just was like, the album wasn't bad if you never listened to Father of Assad, but like his discography but is does not, it not that. It sounds every album sounds the same. It's a it's formulaic, and I think that's it's a good and bad thing. It's good. It's basically clout of the rappers that you was able to bring upon. Yeah, that's but that's his appeal. It's like. Major, it's not a, he don't do major keys no more. Like that, that was his rebrand. He did the major key alert. He had Snapchat popping, uh-huh. and it's like, all right, cool. So I can't really put him as the Quincy Jones of this. Nobody is Quincy Jones. Yeah, I say just Fat Joe, just create a own lane for him. Do not compare him to Quincy Jones. Say he's the most successful. He has the most successful hit run as a hip hop DJ. Even though I don't yes. think he hasn't been a DJ for like twenty years. Yeah, that's a fact. But I think he has the he's had a great run as a hip hop DJ. And that though he his his like I remember the Desert Storm tapes from back in the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was it was DJ Clues tapes? You had a uh, who else had a tape? Funk Flex dropped a tape recently, but he used to drop tapes. You had guys that were able to get different artists and be like, "All right, bet we'll put out some heat rock." But uh, I'm not giving him Quincy. I'm gonna say curator. Yes, you were able to bring you were able to bring artists as a bring artists together. That's dope. But and, and uh, my thing is too, he's he brings artists together, but very annoyingly too. He's the one that I mean. He, Close mouth don't get fed, so I give him credit for that. He's a hustler, but he just practically begged them to come on the track all the time. Yeah, he got a lot of friends in high places. I give him that. I mean, I you know I don't want to sound like we shit on him. You know, much love to him. I, I was shit on him for a second, but it is love. It is definitely <laughs> much love, love to him. You know, and I think he he you know it's just that his albums, his marketing is great. Just the albums are just there's a few cool tracks, and it just be like okay. 
Yeah, you don't want to hear. On. Uh, you probably, I think I probably keep one or two Khaled songs per album, which is why I said it's high praise, but it's not really validated. Like I think mm-hmm. from the last album, I think the only song I kept was Jealous, in the Cardi record. That was it. <laughs> oh yeah, and wouldn't I actually? Hold on, I actually had. I only have three songs: um, Weather the Storm with Meek Mill, Higher Nipsey Hussle, oh, Higher, yeah, I got that, and Wish Wish with Cardi B and Twenty One Savage. That's the only songs I kept from. I don't even like the whole Jay Z and Beyonce song, the top of a Maybach one. I didn't even like that, like that. You yeah, know, that wasn't it. It wasn't. It wasn't better than Shining. That was the best Khaled song. <laughs> but speaking of music, we have been blessed on Friday, yo. So much music dropped. It's crazy because. So much drop, but I feel like I only played one thing. <laughs> Yo, you had the barbs going crazy. You had the backpackers going crazy with J. Cole. Then you had the real geechy, gritty niggas going crazy for Kodak. Oh, Kodak did drop, right? Yeah. The and, and then and then and then you had Migos put out a single. Then you had her put out her visuals for come through. It was just a great day for music, man, on Friday. And I missed those. Oh, it, it, everybody know the weather's starting to break. I mean, I don't even know what it's starting. So we want to start. That's that's you want to do some J Cole appreciation. Let's do some Cole appreciation, because I mean this album, bro. We got features, we got different collaborations with different producers. We got surprise guests on the joint, uh-huh. like, and, and he it, got vulnerable. He was rapping, rapping. That's not even man. Play some. Let's hear some. All right, I'm playing, play, play a little bit, play a little bit. I matter of fact, I you know what the um what you gonna call it. The album was nice. Now, granted, I wanted to ask you this before I play something. Did you catch uh, a story? Because usually in his albums, he usually has a story behind it. Do you? Did you catch it? I didn't dissect it all the way in terms of like breaking down the whole story. I was more so just enjoying the records. Mm, okay. But I thought you were talking about the Diddy thing. I was like, yeah, he, we know about that for years, but he confirmed it. That was dope. He actually like, yeah, me and Diddy scrapped. So let's see. What's this? And then I just want to play the intro though. 95 South. Because he was spitting his ass off on this one though. And I'm surprised he even got camera on. I wouldn't even put those two together type of thing. He was in New York. Remember, Cole was up here. But he never really had interactions with... I don't think they ever have a song together. Killer. She know the legend. Killer season. Let's keep it tall. Y'all ain't fucking with my man. And go get those pink power horses that he's selling. Break your girl's back. (laughs) Yeah. This shit too easy for me now. Nigga Cole been going plat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled that. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look how everybody Clapping when your 30 song album do a measly hundred down. On myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound. I'll be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi, Luigi brother, brother now. now. Oh, oh no, no, no. Gunshot, give me something over here. Oh, oh my, my God. Put an M on your head. You Luigi brothers now. That shit probably went on some people. Hell, like, who Luigi? What? Oh, God. 
Okay, Cole, we hear you. But you know, it's funny. We hear you. It's funny because then the Nikki joint dropped, and I was like, yo, first of all, I felt like I was back in high school again. Because what? I was like, oh, here come the girls with the rugby the, shirts, the ripped jeans, and the and the ugly the itty bitty shit comes on. Little boy, what the little boy with the video? That nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you going crazy Like I have a help Like nigga Yabba dabba do to you too Relax Oh wait side note though before, This wasn't on the docket But yo Soulja Boy is the first thing First rapper to do everything though <laughs> Yo First boy to go to Icebox He was like Yo he just trying to make sure He gets his flower right now He was like yo That itty bitty song Is produced by him Everybody knows No no but Somebody Some young kids are like Yo Soulja Boy produced this I'm like oh, It's his yeah. fucking They don't understand how Mixtapes used to work back in the day <laughs> Mixtapes was jacking for beats that's how it used to go. Never it's, heard of no no ceilings. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. That current artists don't do that no more because they get sued. Cause, oh yeah, because they be trying fact. to. Well, Reese Young and did it. And they, I don't need nobody. She don't want nobody when I pull up the net. This, <laughs> that's that's how it used to work. That was but pitiful. that's seeing Green by Nicki Minaj. I uh-uh. think Drake heard. They said she said Drake sent her the track. Drake had it. It was his song. He's like, yo, I need you on this. Drake was rapping, rapping on that what? shit. What? Let me play a little bit though. Yeah, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before anytime a beat like that is on, that's right. You have to rap. There's no chorus. There's no. You don't. I don't want to hear no type of hook. No, just I just want bars. I know it's Nicki's song. We gotta go to Drizzy's song. Oh, matter of fact, I'm just gonna go to Drizzy. You know, one of the. Perils of making money is you can afford to be dramatic. Yeah, you on the intro? Y'all some drama queens for real. Yeah, like Cole, I got you, bro. It's all good though. You now tune into the biggest ever. YMCMB, Tunchi Lee, Young Angel, Young Lion, man. Uh huh. Y'all boys get on the track with Onika Mirage and y'all still dying, man. What's Fuck up? Fuck your shit. In this bitch. This ain't gonna be the first time that I do numbers on two crutches. Seen more plaques than two brushes. Until I'm at the pearly white gates, I gotta move something, do something. All meetings happen in person so they can't prove nothing. Known her eight years and still fuck her like a new husband. Trying to run the country like Putin one day, but who's rushing? Who's bluffing? For real. Who you hugging? Who you want to be loving? I play 48 minutes on a torn meniscus. Who's subbing? El Chico Luxury. Want to see my niggas ball so bad I started up a league. Fuck with me. You niggas can't trouble me from the double tree. Step your sweets up. I get Oliver to set the beats up. 2021, I had to wet the streets up. Your girl was better in the morning like a slice of pizza. Oh, damn. Who made him mad? Damn. You know he's stealing girls. Oh, I forgot to put that in the docket. My boy Jizzy Drake Rogers out here stealing people's girls out here of eight eight years of relationship out here. They were engaged for eight years, but they was engaged alone. She wasn't trying to marry you, pimp. Just let it go. Be be blessed, beloved. (laughs) He did you a favor. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, that was just oh. Shout out to Nikki though coming back. Like this is putting three records and putting that Chirac. G Herbo shit That was fire This, this is smart though Cause it's like How do you reintroduce yourself To the world You just had a baby You got married You know you had some bad press Before you took your little break mm-hmm. Now it's like Alright I gave y'all time Let's see what you got I think This this is gonna be a re-energizer We gonna see how she about to bounce back 2021-2022 That's a fact though But yo A lot of new music Matter of fact Hold on Before before we even I gotta, I gotta show love to Migos though, and show love to T Pain though. But we gonna go first with this Migos real quick. I'm just gonna play the, the Quavo verse because the Quavo verse go hard though. I didn't even listen to this yet. That's the funny part. 
And we don't usually do this, but a lot of music came out, so we have to play something. Castro go first. Yeah. We gone. Culture three. We good. Yep. Chill. We on. Chill. Scale. Let's go. Let's go. Domingo. Let's go. Take. Let's go. Set. Let's roll. Straightening. 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 Yeah. Straightening. You could listen to the whole song on your platforms. We're not going to do this because we didn't even do our song of the week. So we're just going to run through these songs right now. All right. We got the T-Pain and Kalani song. You got to play it because that shit fire. You, you just got... Didn't this come out of 06? Come on now. He sampled his own self. That's gangster. DJ Mantec. Oh, count that fire. She always ride with the top down, even when it's cold outside. Ooh, she got the keys to the boutique. She don't do nine to five. Hundred thousand viewers on her IG live. Oh, okay. T Pain, I see you. And you, he's a lot of person who, I guess, rejuvenized his whole career through social media because he's a big TikToker and a big Twitch streamer as well. Yo, he's on a, he's on a, since I'm the mass singer, he won that. He's been grinding. Something. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, I got to bring this back to New York. Just the last little what preview what before we go to the news topic. What else came out? <sighs> we got Roddy Rebel. A boogie with the hoodie. I'll be back. Nine Bridge, you heard. Tell you I got you, my nigga, I got you If I say I love you, my nigga, I love you forever Don't listen to rumors, see you running by me Don't even panic, I know you, my man Let's just hold that shit down like we Bobby and Roddy I'ma let you know if you move a sloppy Don't say that you got me when you never look Used to go to the PJs, meet up in the lobby Now we on the PJ right to Abu Dhabi I just bought me a Mosang, took it a span She ate me like chicken lo mein I just face on the whole gang, they in LA They on their way to the bay Tell them I soon be there, just soon here Nigga, I put that on Kane I'm in Tampa Bay, straight I'm in some pants today Okay, that is Roddy Rebel featuring a boogie with the hoodie nine bridge. So a lot of and it's still more music like there's internet money came out with some stuff. Young nudie featuring G Herbo, Two Face. Go get Doctor Evil when it comes out. And then we got Big Scar. Um, we got little Zay Osama with the trenches baby. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Deluxe edition. Then we had the T Grizzly built for what? And he has a he has a, a track with King Von. That might be my song of the week, though. Might not sure yet. Uh what you call a lot of music has come out, man. And I'm happy, bro. I'm really happy. Music is in a good space right now. We got the backpackers are happy with the J. Coles. We got the street niggas happy with the Kodak. We got the girls happy with Nicki Minaj. Come on now. Only thing we missing is is certified lover boy. Drake, where the fuck you at, bro? Drake is smart. Where are you? All right. He's gonna wait for Kendrick to drop. He's not dumb. You're right. You're He's right. Smart. Why would I? My, my one of my. Look, I know Cole made me no child about being between two generations, but it's the big three: it's Drake, right. Cole, and Kendrick. Cole dropped. Kendrick is rumored to drop next week. If it's not Isaiah Rashad, I think it's Kendrick. Um, 
I don't know. Um, yeah, you're right. And also, I want to give a shout out to Lil Durk and Lil Baby because they were supposed to drop their um their their tape, the Voice of the Heroes, um at the end of the month, but they decided to not to do it to in respect of DMX. He's gonna be dropping his um his posting his album. So shout out to them. All right. So now continue with this last music topic though. <sighs> so interesting. Thing it's happened. not interesting. We can do this in three seconds. That's not. That's <laughs> don't not. Do this to, no, fuck it. Don't no, do this to him. It. No, you made me wait over an hour to don't start recording. This. We're not going to drag this out. We no. gotta drag. Bow Wow and Romeo want to have a Romeo want to have a versus battle with fucking Bow Wow. You know, there's not a fucking battle. What are they gonna do? Down. What's he gonna do? Tie his shoes? What song he gonna play? Name one Romeo show. I got you. I got this song. I got you. I got you. I got you. This a hit. I'm so icy. That's a hit. All right, he gonna play that one hit. What else he got? My Cinderella. What? Uh, oh, Romeo, give me a chance. That's three. Okay, that's three. He got the Romeo scene theme song. Um, he got he got the diss track against um Bow Wow. All Bow Wow gotta do is when I was eight, I was rhyming out backyards. Say I got it bad. Ooh. <laughs> I had a boy your dad. <laughs> I had to, I had to cool. That's it. Ready? That was it. Eighteen nigga make it boy. I ain't gonna allow yeah. That's a, this is a bad verse. This is loaded. We don't have to talk about it. We could this I'm a, a bad unless you want to do it. You want to do the verses next week? You could be Romeo. I'll I be know. Bow Wow. Whoa. whoa okay. Well, that's a slaughter. That's <laughs> okay. a slaughter. I, I thought so. Wait, wait. Can I do stuff that his dad produced? No. Fuck <laughs> that. Nope. nope. Exactly. Why are we wasting time on that? All right. So so um before we get to the song of the week, um just wanna just wanna make this gonna be quick. I'm gonna wrap it up because. I ain't going to spend too much on y'all fraud niggas out here. All you guys who have took PPE loans, please prepare. Hey, I'm going to jail. Let's be honest. Don't even, don't even build up. We're we not building it up. Yo, make your preparations now. Kiss your babies. That's what baby blue. Pretty Ricky. Pretty, pretty, pretty Ricky. Hey, that nigga got 30 million of them yo, things. I love it. Yo, I love it. Um, um, uh, uh, what you gonna call it? One of those black ink stars got 12 years. And 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 in jail for that, yo, y'all stupid. It's called a loan, and you thought they wasn't going to track y'all money. At the end of the day, I don't understand what how y'all don't understand America. America doesn't care about civil rights. America kid don't care about police brutality. Americans don't even care about homeless people, veterans, football, whatever. What they do care about is their money. And that's one thing that do they do not play with. So, and this is one, and I want to I wanna dedicate this to the woman who started a GoFundMe for 20K because she took 20K from the government with, without a real business. Did you not think they wasn't going to come back or at least ask what you did with their money? Y'all stupid. Ain't no such thing as free money. And it's called a loan. It's called a loan. But anywho, let's go to the song of the week. They ain't gonna get that shit back. They like, yo, they gonna ask for this back for a couple yeah. of years. Get my, get my bread up. Should have bought some stocks. No, I'm just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your song of the week? We gonna go with the J Cole "My Life" first. We got my life. We got run my life real quick. This shit was. This shit is hard. Oh, it's a roommate might go number one. You know, I'm good at picking number ones. You're right. I give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out that boy Moray. No matter, no matter how long, matter how long it takes. Baby. That's 
soulful shit. Now he about to hear something crazy. So it's going to be a nice little flip. Spiling up, just like a rich nigga staircase. No fly zone, please stay the fuck out my airspace. Niggas say things behind her back that they wouldn't dare say. No, it's on sight when I see you, I'm working at Squarespace. Yeah, top of the morning, I know that you thought I was dormant. Woke up early from shots that was swarming, a block from the outside, a couch in the orbit. Cause somebody got popped, now they knocking on doors, trying to find an informant. But I ain't seen Nathan, I'm minding my business, as God is my witness, the weapon gon' prosper that's forming against me. Nigga, I'm starving, he missly. Know when I'm done with these songs, you gon' miss me. John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. Woo. You niggas just cuz, but no, not the ones in the big leagues. After the fall off, I promise I'm coming and selling our Wrigley's. Nigga. I'm just a product of poverty, full of narcotics. The pro- okay, oh God. Okay, oh. okay. We didn't get to the chorus, but go go get the album. I'm, honestly, I might buy. It. I'm gonna start buying albums again. I'm not gonna hold you. Really? I feel like yo, it get it gets it counts more for artists. You really support the artists by they by they shit. I know you got everybody got album. I got album music and title, but shit, I'm gonna buy albums because it's like yo, if I if I fuck with you. I want you to get that set. I want you to get the full album sale, not the the stream sale, because they be hoeing. How the hell is to a whole album on stream? But y'all gonna count like like you gotta do it a hundred times to get one album sale. That's dumb. Yep. And you don't even know how much a stream costs. Look, listen, Joe Budden must be running the music industry too. <laughs> Facts. All right. So your next song, introduce it to J Balvin. Yeah, no, nah, I got put onto this by my one of my boys, and he he he's Bengali, but he think he Puerto Rican. Shout out to Rahat the God. But this is a uh, J Balvin and Khalid. This is gangsta. I can't say it. it's like me. No to the other so no 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 to tell the mundo something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fire. Yeah. Me despierto y lo primero que hago es ver si me escribes. Oh, catch me in the heights with this one. Pass me the hookah. Eh. Comprendo que tú no quieras saber más de mí. Dicen que te perdí. Shout out to all my Dominican girls wearing Michael Kors and Jordans. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, play that little. Y'all get a chance. Play that whole joint. That joint. Khalid floated on this record. That that shit is fire. All right. What's your last one? My gonna... last song. When I went home to see my for my grandma before we laid her to rest. When we was riding around running errands. You know, you down south service be trash. You got to listen to the radio. They played this record. And I was like, oh, this is catchy. But I heard. I was like, what this nigga singing? I know this nigga. That's not Tremaine. Is that Tremaine? And then it, I heard it like seven times when I was down there. I was like, oh, I got to I gotta t- put the world on thing. Yeah. It's called Come and Get All This Love by Trey Songs. And I just like to say, before we play this song, that I didn't like the album. Fuck you. <laughs> All the OG listeners. No. Oh, we have OG listeners now. Nigga, you didn't know the song was on the album, so fuck no, you. No, 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 no. I've been bigging up this album but from the get-go. You didn't know the song was on the album? Play it then. Play it, you bitch. Okay, no, no, fuck you. the one that was hating. You was on that hate and now you love this album now. I don't love the album. It has better <laughs> songs than they were initially. I've been giving it some thought. Yeah, I've been living with it. Oh, I've been dwelling on it. I got something in my heart. And, and ooh, if you permit me just a moment. If you could humor me, just a touch of sweet indulgence, 
I will make things plain to see Look, I'm talking that one-on-one I'm talking that all you need I'm talking that all you want I'm talking about you and me So come and get all this love, yeah Come and get all this love Come and get all this love Come and get all this love I'm talking every time I'm talking about say that day Coming home to you every day Talking three, four, five, damn, baby Okay, 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 okay. You know, shout out to Trigger. You know, Tremaine. you know. All right, so my Sounds song of the week. Shit. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me because you just had your whole hood bugger thing out here. Little easy featuring IVJ. Yes or no? This been my song. I had it on repeat. Let's get it. Smoking strong while we vibing the sheets. Yeah, she coming strong and she really for me. I don't know, but right now she been giving me peace. Is you finna leave or come be with a G? You know how I'm coming, you already seen. You got me tripping, so I'm sipping lean. You a queen, so come be with a G. That was a little easy. Yes or no featuring IVJ. Look at you having some class. I'm Come on now. And that was off his mixtape, Rookie of the Year. If y'all know him, he's the one I was saying, I'm on him to come up. You know, so go get go get that mixtape. All right. This is my second song. It's called Baby Mama Coochie by Baby Africa featuring Sweetie. And I'm going to skip the Sweetie part, though, because Baby Africa did it. She's my new favorite West Coast artist. Baby mama coochie. Oh, uh-huh. Hey, 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 hey. Uh. Bitch, I'm not the gold, something like the Don Don. Let's go. Let him have a treat, then I let him get not him. Wanna fuck with me? You know I'm crazy, see I'm freaky. See, I got a baby, so it's baby making me me. Hey, mama coochie, man, you bitches is beneath me. Woo. Tell him take his home with the nigga nigga reach me. Hey, you got some coochie, I don't got the double DD. Let me skip, let me skip, let me skip to part. Whoop, whoop, just like they should, nigga, what you gonna do while I cut your hood? Put the money on the floor, floor, nigga. Ayy, more in here, train, go, little nigga. Ayy, I can make you touch the toes, little nigga. Bitches wanna play with set the camera up and pussy play. No way, I don't cut up, take the muzzle off and give me basic. You can make me nothing, you stuck and see you make me squirt. Nigga, bring me the bottle, I'm in my now, let's go to work. I ain't got no watch, but it ain't sad, cause I'm a freaking hoe, and if I spot a bag, I can fake it to my pockets for a niggas really beating down. Bro, just need to let me know, cause I ain't sharing dick unless you're cute and got a lot of dope. <laughs> That's called Baby Mama Coochie by Africa, by Baby Africa featuring Sweetie. Come on now. Yo, she's dope. And shout out to Sweetie though, because I just finished listening to her. This is one of her summer playlist. And I'm going to give her a shout out. Definitely give Sweetie a shout out because the summer playlist was all featuring up and coming artists. And she gave them a platform to do, do their thing. And then my last one. This is time for the next Ratchet song. What ratchet song is this? I'm about to surprise him with this one, though. This is DDG featuring Carly Ray Impatient. It's a TikTok song? It is, <laughs> though. But I fuck with it, though. 
And you might fuck with it. I've heard the, the chorus. I never heard the whole song. I know. It was, I know it was a full song. It's okay, girl, to be in pain. Uh huh. Come on. Cause I know you've been waiting. You just feel with a lot of frustration. But I know you're okay. Gotta stay focused on let temptations get back in the way of happiness, babe. Working overtime, girl, you know you're looking fine. But you ain't gotta cry, girl, you're beautiful inside. You ain't gotta chase, girl, cause you know you the prize. Yes, you know, yes, you know, yes, you know. Let me see if I can skip to, to Callie Ray Park. Alright, that was DDG and OG Parker like featuring Cole. Yeah. Huh? She seemed like she in one of my classes. I'm trying. I'm trying so hard to be. To, to no, like I, yo, I'm, a, I'm a fan of her. Before before her TikTok song blew up, I'm still waiting on one song of hers that she premiered before she started pop, being popular. And you know, but I'm happy for her though. No, yeah, oh, much success though. I'm just like I, I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's, not, it's just, it's not my cup of tea. I like okay. the, I like the Dirk verse. The Dirk verse was good. Oh yeah. All right, so we reached the final segment. We reached actually the segment that I guess I don't know. If we we happy about it, but we happy that people fuck with it. You know, the toxic. It's not what we're here for. But apparently, this is like y'all skip. They're gonna skip the first hour and twenty eight minutes of this and literally run to this section. It's the toxic segment of the week. Put 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 play our song. What song you want to play? No, no, no. Play, play that sound effect. What sound effect? Nigga? What it is mean? what it is. You want to, it is what it is. I got you. It is what it is. It is what it is. Sometimes right. you just got to be toxic, you know? Okay. okay. So we had two ones, but I'm going to skip the other one. because nah, we, nah, we We're going to do it. We're going to figure it out. Because <laughs> we forgot. Ladies. This the ladies, episode, this the ladies, episode title right here. Ladies. Ladies. We might have to change the episode title because it's not going to be that long in this section. Pause. But... Um, yeah, it's summertime. What they getting nice? I know uh, your man should be vaccinated. You should be vaccinated. Sundress, first things first, ladies. No panties with the sundresses. This oh, summer. that's a fact. Let them PSA. Move. Shout out to whoever made that TikTok challenge where they the girls be like the bump bump bump. Oh, bump bump bump. Yo, ladies, come on now. Sundresses mean to be plainly list. Come on, and don't have no bar, no bra. Just have the tape. Around your nipples That's it Don't worry about right. it If they pierce We don't mind That's the first toxic thing Cause like yo It's slut me out season Oh yes Slut me Call out me season Clap Clap can we, can we be slutted out We just wanna be slutted out Come on man. Slut me out Slut me out season Slut me out this season I want season. you to go to brunch With your homegirls That have all the mimosas you want And then come home While I'm on the game And just tell me Mute the mic And just go crazy Let's go oh crazy! Oh my God! You me? Come on! I'm, I'm, let's 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 go there. Let's do it. Oh, let's facts. talk about it. Let's talk about it. So let me out, cause I you know I be seeing we hear all these big talk on Twitter. A lot of a lot of girls be big talking. I can't wait to go. Can't oh my uh-huh. God! And go hurry. You know I'm gonna let the dude shit. Whatever the fuck. And I just be like, I know y'all lying. Facts. And also uh, speaking on the brunch stuff. Side note, yo, ladies, stop talking big, heavy shit in the brunch, and you know you're gonna fall asleep in the whip, and when you get yo, home, yo, I seen a tweet. It was like a picture of this guy. He's in the mirror with his girl. It's like anime. She was giving him head, and she had lingerie on. It's like what happens after brunch, and the nigga commented. He's like, yo, we all know that's not gonna happen. She's not coming home drunk, putting on lingerie to do this. She, you got 15 minutes from the time she walk into the door, or she sleep for the next three hours. Yo, if you don't pull her to the parking lot and smash her shit right.
right there. You know you're not getting no coochie that's, that night. That's how you, that's how you go to jail. First of all, we don't. It's toxic. We don't want to do penitentiary. That's not. No, no. That's what. You, if that's what your girl. No, you I'm not going to jail. I'm sorry, we gonna I mean, wait. You gonna wait? Now. You gonna wait till we get home? You, Fuck that. That's when my adventure <laughs> stops. <laughs> Oh. She gonna fall asleep by then, bro. She wake up. She got. How she gonna get? How she gonna get in the house? Wake up, wake up. Oh, you're not even gonna carry. <laughs> you're not gonna carry her. The fuck for we in? <laughs> I came and got you. <laughs> what is wrong with you? But now, nah, yo, slap me out though. Slap me out, season. Like yo, like yo. Show me your, your neck really worked the way you've been preaching about it. You feel me? Make sure that shit yeah, wetted in my back like a glow stick. All Come that. All that now. shit should be tweeting. I want to see if you bout it. And, and and don't sit here and get on my dick for 20 seconds and pretend your knees is tight. Uh-uh. You gonna ride this dick until this shit goes. Come on now. What are we doing here, though? I can't, you know, you wait for this. Babe. Babe. Come. What you doing? <laughs> like, what you mean what I'm doing? I'm, I'm playing the game. What do you mean? I'm, 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 I'm horny. What? I'm, why, bitch, why are you whispering? <laughs> Like, why are you whispering? I, why, yo, why are you whispering? It's music playing and you whispering. What are you talking? Like, yo, what you... All right, come on. Come through. Come, come on, come on. Yo, slut, yo, slut your man out, ladies. All 2021. You feel me? Like... Because it's always like, you know, I get it. I get it. Every girl went that, went that box. And I understand. I get it. I see it. Y'all talk about it on Twitter all the time, but... You feel me? Y'all, you know... I need I, you to I, suck my dick disrespectfully, too. Come on. Summertime, I'm, I'm not trying to just roll over and, and roll in it. That's not it. That's that's for wintertime when it's cold and I'm not trying to get from under the covers. I need a show. I need Thank a show. You. I need I need I need rose petals. I need candles lit. Mm-hmm. I need aromatherapy. I need I need I need you, I need, I need I need you to make the playlist. Mm. That's why I'm at with it, ladies. Mm. Make your man the playlist, and not none of that shit that you want to hear. Uh huh. Uh, fuck me to some gangster shit. What's wrong with you, girl? Stop playing with me. <laughs> Yeah, fuck me to some Brooklyn drill. You know what I mean? You know? Like all these social networks. <laughs> Transition into like, like, let me know. We gonna like, come on. We going rounds tonight. You feel me? Like, yo, stop playing and slut us out. You feel me? Stop, <laughs> stop trying to be that little wholesome conservative. Nah, throw that out the window. Once you get that little mimosa and you come through. Oh, that's shy closet free shit. That's not it no more. We don't care. Really? They, they get passed over. They can go get married. That's fine. Come on now. Like, yo, spice it up, ladies. Come on now. Do, 100%. Yo, do the helicopter on the dick or some shit. Come oh, on now. I'm just jump from the chandeliers or some shit. You wait, feel no, me? if I got a chandelier, don't jump from that shit. <laughs> if you break it, I know you can't replace it. Do not touch my chandelier. Come on now. You feel me? Like, 100%. Like, yo, we don't even... We got a point... No more news. We, what, the news with the invisible ink. Like, come on, we need to level it up. Step up the game. Let's go. Come on now. If coronavirus ain't show us nothing at all, we don't have. We have a short time to live. Live it up. You feel me? Stop this out. Whip a titty out. Stop playing. You feel me? All right, though. <laughs> that was a good, nice first segment. Um, the sec. We might return this in the future with with, with some with some guests. But the second one, should you con- should you keep your consistent coochie on call if you're in talks with someone else? I think this could be for men and women. Should women keep consistent? Stay, stay consistent. Dick on call? But, but we 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 fuck for us. But just for us, yeah. For us, uh, for the audience to interact. But um, it depends where you at. Like. If you just talking to somebody and it's not nothing like there's no no battleground lines drawn in the sand, like not no on some like, yo, like yeah, I like you, but I'm still doing me doing me. Like, yeah, who am I to turn down perfectly good coochie? And you know, a lot of times niggas with the girl you like, you're not really even really rushing to smash. Maybe that's me, cause I'm like, well, what if it's bad? <laughs> <laughs> Explain. As a guy, I mean, I'm about to say, I've I've I can speak about my past. In my past, I've dated women and it was great 
And then, you know, we we had sex and I was like, well, this was underwhelming. <laughs> oh, okay. I you get know? what you mean. You feel me? Like, like, um, no, you should continue your consistent coochie. Cause this one is still in the works. Like, yeah, I don't know how this way is gonna go. Cause I see I could see imagine if I have, you know, some coochie on call. We we know we know what the vibe is already. We know we're not gonna be in a relationship. But I'm talking to this girl who might be potentially, you know, wifey material. I ain't gonna give up that one until I make you my girlfriend for sure. I'm about to say, yeah, I gotta know, I gotta get a get, know a lot about you. I gotta know the whole facts. We gotta be committed. <laughs> we gotta be committed. We gotta have that conversation. Like, are you talking to anyone else? You gotta ask. That's the worst thing. You ask and they front and then you find out. That shit hurt. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna lie though. I ain't gonna lie. If I talk to a girl and she says she's talking to somebody else, she instantly goes down on my book. Really? I know it sounds bad. Really? It sounds bad and it shouldn't be, but I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna pay too much attention to you. Mm, I don't know. Me, me, that's just me though. That's just me I, I though. Think, nah, if I ain't talk, competitive if you, with a lot of nigga. Well, as, as long as you transparent, it depends, bitch. Am I trying to marry you? or Am I trying to just get to know? <laughs> no, no. If you get to know her, and I'm then like, and, and then you know, you have a conversation when y'all starting to talk heavy, and then y'all ask one another like, "Yo, so how many people you really talk? How many people you deal with?" Yeah, but and I then, don't expect the woman to tell the truth. I don't expect the nigga to tell the truth neither. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna tell the truth, but I'm just saying, I, if she I tells gotta, the truth, I'm gonna feel some type of way. Let's be real. The, 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 it don't really count unless you really like the other girl. You or you are continuously knocking down the other but, girl on a regular. But not. But I'm asking you, would you feel some type of way about the girl, or would you try to prove yourself even more to back? It depends the girl. on how I feel about her. If mm. I like her, if I see something in her, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna get you. Oh, that's your nigga? Oh, you, I won. <laughs> but if it's also I'm like, oh, you know, that's my boyfriend. We broke up. I'm like, I already know what oh, time yeah, it is. Yeah. I know that part. I know I'm just talking about if you're talking to some, like, someone else new as well, and I'm talking to you, and then you're talking to someone new and say, like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling that. I'm like, you on the apps? All right, cool. I'm on the apps too. What up? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's good with your friend? I'm, I'm, I'll probably be an asshole. I'm like, oh, so what's good with your friend? <laughs> like, I was like, I'm still trying. I'm still well, you trying know, to girls blocking their friends wrestling. You know, they, they blocking their wrestling. You gotta be an asshole about it. I mean, I know. I, I don't remember how the game. I know the game used to go this way. But like, I right, bet you told somebody that was cool. And it, uh, maybe I subconsciously wouldn't deal with you like that. But I mean, girls don't like being ignored. Oh, you yeah, feel me? So like a girl hit you with that. In my experience, a girl hit you with that. You be like, all right, cool. So you told somebody else, I'm, we can text or whatever. I'm not going to be paying the same level of attention. And then you're going to get that's mad. What, that's the only thing I'm going to say. I, once I find out, and this is toxic, and I, and we understand we're wrong when we do this, but I'm not fuck wrong. it. What am I wrong for? You, you're, you're, you're dealing too, so what's the fuck? We yeah. want it. So I ain't going to lie. My interest level will go low completely. I'm like, all right, I was on you saying the good morning shit every day. Shit, shit probably go once every other day or so. I don't mean I never did the good morning shit. That shit was never it. Nah, you it you got to. You got to. Maybe the days change now. I was the meme guy. I send you funny memes like oh, still jokes and shit. Oh, that's a good one. Or like some fucked you up. You got to make a topic about that. Like what do? Like what type of nigga you are when you texting girls? Like nah, you can't do that. That's snitching. Uh, you gonna get in trouble. They gonna know your moves when you start sending your shits out. Nah, but I ain't gonna lie. I find some creative niggas got creative moves. Niggas do that whole little. Dog pick, dog emoji, like yo, my dog left his bone hair, type shit. I left my basketball. I ain't gonna lie, some niggas got their shit. <laughs> some girls send them some basketballs being punched. Uh, <laughs> ben Wallace, like, shit on the <laughs> yeah. like you have that shit back, but yeah. But like I said, don't give up on your consistent coochie until a commitment has actually been made with this someone that you're talking to. It's just transparency. Like be transparent. Like yo, all right, you got it. Like. 
how serious y'all is. Like we cool. We, just, we go out. We go out to eat from time to time. All right, so y'all fucking. All right, cool. I mean, I I'm, you gonna fuck me? <laughs> like word. All right. So I mean, I'm here. But like you said, if it's not no commitment, why would I really do? I feel like girls be lying. Oh yeah, girls. They, yo, girls they, have they talk, five niggas about, on deck. They talk shit about us, but Lisa's like, yo, you asked me if I got. You assume I got hold before I tell you. So I was like, whatever. What do you think? Yeah, sure, cool. But right. but yo, they got they got at least five niggas on them. They got the nigga that wants them. The nigga that had them, had them. The nigga that's paying shit for them. The nigga that's dicking them down. And, and a random nigga. And a random nigga. And, and you and you just trying to figure out which finger you gonna knock off. Like, yeah. all right, uh, well. The new nigga, who's the newest nigga before me? Him? You're really like, like yo. Him. But you tell a girl that you're you're fucking with someone still. They can't stand that shit at all. Yeah. Now let that name pop up on your phone while you. <laughs> oh, you with that bitch, right? Oh, oh, what, what happened? You can't meet up today because you hanging out with her. I'm like Gladys, you don't shut up and go talk to your husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, they hate it when it's all the way around. Yeah, I'm talking about double standards. Like, yo, I, I don't think I've ever met a woman. And like we was talking And they be like Oh yeah I'm not talking to nobody Like bitch you lying Come on Cause I know now. I'm trying to talk to you With somebody else talking to you And most times The ones that said They were talking about it Was getting knocked down By something Cause I'm like yo If nobody's talking to, And I ain't gonna lie And it's gonna be A little twisted If nobody's talking to you That means something's wrong, wrong with you Something's wrong with you Something is wrong with you Cause well, I'm like yo well, You found God Something Yeah cause I'm like yo You're too bad out here and I most likely caught you outside. I ain't catch you on no random shit or yep. some low key shit. Yeah, I probably I'm, caught yeah, you outside. I'm not DM diving. I'm not gonna hold yeah, you. Yeah, I probably caught you outside and I try to talk to you. And you telling me you've been outside and nobody you have not entertained not at least one nigga. You was a hoe. You was hoeing and you changed. You was hoeing and you gave it up. It's okay. We all hoeing now. You probably just came to the city after you doing your whole adventures in your hometown. Well, I say you, went, you probably went to Albany. You got slutted out. You came home. You had, you, you had to get. Ah, oh, it's too personal. My fault. I'm sorry. I've been going for a while. My bad. I went too far. We back, baby. I, I guess we'll, we'll end it at that one. We, we, this might not go well. Um, we'll just stop there. All right. So you know, you know how we do when we end it. You know, please follow us on all social media at This Might Not Go Well. If you have any business deals, brand deals you want to introduce us to, please email us. This might not go at gmail.com. I'm your host, B Breezy, Piper Sazon. It's your boy Slick Grace, and we hope y'all be safe. Have a great week, and we out of here. Check out.